0: Players' Championship is off and running. Keegan Bradley and Tommy Fleetwood up on the top of the leaderboard. And we're going to get into some things that Phil Mickelson said on Instagram in his video on how to hit it further and how to pick up speed. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf, the podcast. Really great to to be with you today. Super fun to have the players off and running. It's been a mixed bag today, right? We've seen some really good play. And then some of the guys that we hoped would do really well, haven't done really well. Uh, It's all over the place, but that's kind of what makes the players the players. You never know who's going to eventually get to the top. Haven't had back-to-back winners forever. Um, So very interesting for sure. I was um, fascinated to see the course. The course does look a lot different, doesn't it, compared to when they play in May. It's much greener. The overseed is much greener. Uh, normally in May, it's a little browned out, it's a little baked out, um, a little warmer, obviously. I mean, they're playing in 60 and 70 degree weather as opposed to 90 degree weather. So should be a good time and a good tournament. Uh, definitely look for, we'll get the scorecards up on Instagram a little bit later so everybody can take a look at those. We've got, uh, usually throw up the scorecard for the leading, uh, the leading player. We've got two of those today, so we'll get both of those up a little bit later. So, so look for those on Instagram. But one thing I wanted to talk about that I thought was super fascinating, if you if you do have Instagram, Phil Mickelson has become much more interesting online. He has sort of shied away from it for a lot of time, um, but he has really embraced it. He's gotten better on Facebook and Instagram. But on Instagram, he's been doing these little videos. And when he has time off, he's been sharing some pretty interesting stuff. And the videos that he's got up most recently are about Hitting the driver, getting longer. And it's well documented that Phil Mickelson is now hitting it further than he ever has, right? He's approaching 50 and he's hitting further than he ever has. And the way he's done that is to pick up speed. And there's been a lot of speculation as to how that was done. But essentially, it's boiled down. We've heard him talk enough to know that it's boiled down to obviously he's improved his workout. And that's definitely something that we all should be doing, especially as we age. I am not as good as that as at, at that as I should. I've been absolutely terrible this winter as, as as to getting into shape, but I'm going to jump in and start doing that. Uh, I promise, pinky swear. But uh, Phil Mickelson's been working out and um, getting more limber. Um, he's been. I, I've heard some people say he's actually doing some yoga, but he's definitely getting more flexible and making sure he keeps his flexibility. We've seen him do some uh, crazy kicks, right? Um, over the head of some folks, and so he's quite flexible, and yeah. You've got the, the weird video of him uh, dodging range balls, you know, whatever, right? all of that. So a little workout, definitely a part of it, but also some speed work. And we've talked about this a little bit. Our fast twitch muscles can be trained to be faster, and there's a lot that goes into that, but it's about strengthening the core, which then supports our ability to go fast. And what's so cool about the body, and well, it's, it's why we have to be careful, but what's so cool about the body is the body will allow us to go as fast as we want, as long as we can support it. And the body will freak out a little bit if we try to do too much, if we're not up to it, which is why I'm now very concerned with you know, the, it looks like we're getting into the 50s, the good golf weather around. I haven't been as good at working out as I should be and, and getting limber as I should be. So I've got some problems. I'm gonna to have to ease into this golf season where in previous years, I've been ready and rearing to go. So, but we have to make sure that our cores, our core and our quads and everything, that can, we can have a, a solid foundation that we can rotate around, but then that we're limber and that we're loose so we can then pick up speed. If we don't have those things, then it becomes very difficult to swing faster and get more distance. Phil's done all those things, so he can actually then work on speed work. And there's a there's a few different um, tools to do that. The one the the one set of tools that I really like that have proven to be super helpful are put out by Superspeed Golf. And you can find them at superspeedgolf.com. I don't have an affiliate, I'm not paid by them. But it comes with a series of three shafts essentially that have different weights on the bottom and they have a series of exercises you do both left and right so you maintain maintain balance but it helps you pick up speed i've tested these with uh, the swing bite to check to see what my swing speed is before and after and then i've been able to track over time and these things just flat out work so if you do wanna pick up speed, you do wanna get more flexible, and you do want to uh, send the bar, ball a little further, I can definitely recommend superspeedgolf.com and these sets of three, um, th- these sets of three shafts. They come with the grips and the weights on the bottom. You start with light, you go to medium, then you go to the heavy, just kinda depending on um, how, how strong you are. Uh, they're great, they're really great. So definitely recommend those. I have heard some whisperings that maybe that's what Phil has been doing, but I don't have that on very good authority, so don't take that for what it's worth. But the other thing that I wanted to talk about, which I thought was really fascinating in Phil's video, and if you go watch it, it's great. The wind noise is brutal, but what he's talking about, first, the first thing he says that I think is so interesting and something that we have to take into consideration, Phil comes right out and says he doesn't like to talk about full swing motion because that's so individual. And I think that that is just such a brilliant thing to say. We are all very different. Our bodies are all very different. And so we are going to swing the club very different. And and the way we swing swing the club is going to be very unique. And this then goes back to the brilliance of Fred Shoemaker and how he helps individuals figure out what their motion is. And it goes back to that, that club throwing technique. And if you don't have Fred Shoemaker's book, please get it. But it goes through and shows you how you can um, videotape yourself throwing a club and figure out what your natural motion is. Because it is so individualistic, you need to make sure you understand what your motion is. Once you understand what your motion is, then we can start working with that. That is, by far and away, the easiest way to pick up more distance, is start swinging the way your body can actually manage, the way your body was developed. If you can get to that point you will always hit the ball um, further and more consistently if you were swinging what you have at what you have evolved um, to become as far as a, a, a golf club swinger right? It's the, it's the motion of propelling something versus the motion of hitting something. And that's the switch that we have to make. And that's what the club throwing exercise teaches you. So that's the first thing. I thought that was brilliant by Phil to share that and bring it out and very responsible. I mean, he could say whatever he wants and we would believe him and run along, but he stayed away from it saying it's, it's a very individualistic move. So brilliant. I love that. And then the last thing on what he's been talking about, he talked about the... Um, the Titleist Performance Institute, the TPI, and how they've looked at his body. And they talked about eight different ways in which he could um, improve to pick up speed. And one of that was about um, his front leg. You know, obviously for Phil, his front leg is his right leg. Our front legs are our left legs, uh, those who are right handed. Excuse me. I'm a left handed guy who plays right handed, just the opposite of Phil. Uh, anyway, so when we come in and this is what the cool research has shown on the body track so shout out to Elliot Farber my good friend who's introduced us to the body track Um, I actually get to go down to Vegas and do some work on the body track and uh, see it firsthand I'm really excited about that opportunity Uh, hopefully we're going to get one around that that we have to mess with but anyway the research that we're seeing from the body track is that Phil is exactly right in this video he talks about how he He used to be very passive with his legs, and now his legs are very active. They are actually the motor driving his driver. And when he comes into his front leg, he now feels that leg going up and going, and taking, and going back. Up and back. And we see in the body track information, that's exactly what's going on. That we see the pressure from the body track showing that that sort of lifting motion. You can see it in Justin Thomas. You can see it in Bubba Watson. Some of these really big hitters really leap up off the ground, and that's how they've been able to pick up more distance. Well, Phil Mickelson has taught himself this, which is truly amazing. Now, there's lots of ways to do it. We can force it and make ourselves do it and force ourselves to do it, and that's where we go to the range and figure that out and work on it. We don't actually try to then do that on the course right with our conscious mind. And I don't want to get into that today. We've talked about that a lot recently, but it's a matter of where you can actually teach yourself to do it. But the easiest way, um, to get this, I, 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 uh, was, I was fortunate to spend some time with Fred just one-on-one one day and we were working on the driver and I wanted to pick up more speed. I wanted to hit it further. And I just told him I didn't think I was, I was hitting very far. Well, he took me to the back of the tee and got me to a place where there was really nothing between me and the river. And he told me, I want you to throw these clubs. And he has these huge bags of these beat up old clubs that we can just throw to our heart's delight. He said, I want you to throw this club and and, and let me back up. Typically, we just throw it like 30 feet down at a target and to get kind of the feel for it of, of what our body's doing. It's really kind of a a slower motion where we're trying to feel what's going on so we can compare it to our full swing and then we go back and forth back and forth and see what the differences are so we can kind of learn well in this particular case fred's telling me he gives me the green light you know if you can and there was no way i could it was probably 500 yards away he's like throw these all in the river for all i care let it go so i start just throwing these things as hard as i possibly could and mustering up as much speed as I possibly could to throw them as, just as far, as close to the river as I possibly could. And I felt it. I felt my left leg straightening. Now, I didn't necessarily feel myself pushing up, but I felt it straightening. And now I know that that's what was going on. I was actually using ground forces. I was actually pushing off the ground in order to get some leverage to throw it further. My body was already teaching me what that felt like so my advice to you there's two ways to do this you can go out and make yourself do it over and over and over again until you can feel it and it becomes more natural or you can go out and take a golf club it's dangerous you got to be in a really safe place but if you wanted to go out and take some golf clubs and throw them as freaking far as you can and feel how that front leg feels feel how that front leg supports that kind of velocity in your body That's the way you can develop more power and more speed, right? So give that a try, either or, you know, if you want to do it the old-fashioned way and dig it out of the dirt and waste the next three years of your life, then you can go out and do it one way or just listen to your body and learn it that way. That's sort of the the quick way to do it. And we're all about uh, rapid improvement here, so... Hopefully that's helpful. I think it will be. It's, it, I, I wish I understood what was going on back then when Fred had me do that exercise. I didn't quite put it all together until just recently. And it's been like, oh, that's what that was. And I did hit the ball, the ball further once I started doing that, but I didn't quite pick up that it wasn't just the leg straightening. It was actually me pushing off the ground that was causing that uh, increased pace. So give that a try. And remember, better data always means better golf. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com, and we'll see you on the next episode.